Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show. I am glad that you decided to tune in today and join me for another episode where we talk salt, where we support abundant living today in our bodies, in our minds, in our families, in our community, and in our finances. What is it that is burning inside of us just to come out? What is it that is the salt, that is the passion of which you are striving for today? That's our topic. You know what? It's okay to dream. Join me, won't you? We've got lots to talk about. Okay, everybody. Body. I am so glad that you have decided to join me for another salt talk as we support abundant living today. And I just had this impressed on my heart today that, you know what? It's okay to dream. As a matter of fact, we have to dream and we should dream big. Every day we need to be achieving. We need to be moving forward towards that dream that's burning in our hearts. I felt I just needed to circle back to this topic about our dreams, your dreams, my dreams. And I wanted to ask us a question. So what's in your heart today? What are you dreaming for? What's in there? Take a minute. Maybe you've buried something. But I want you for these next few minutes to allow yourself to bubble that dream back up. What is in your heart today? What are you dreaming for? What are you longing for? What do you want in your one and only life? Do you want better relationships? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to travel perhaps? Do you want to advance your degree? Do you want to get a degree? Do you want to aspire to a new job, a promotion in your current job? Do you want to write a book? Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to buy a car. Whatever you want, you can achieve it. Get started today. Don't delay. I didn't think I was going to rhyme, but hey. (laughs) Oh, that rhymes too. (laughs) What if you started six months ago? What if you started that dream six months ago? You're like, Amanda, I started one already six months ago. It didn't happen. Maybe you started it a year ago, 10 years ago. I feel so compelled to tell you today, dust the cobwebs off of your dream and begin again. Guys, the only way that we fail is if we stop. So keep praying and moving your feet. Keep praying and moving your feet. Today, I wanted to share three steps to help you start to achieve your dreams. I could share more, but I thought, you know what? Today, I want to share three steps because we can do three things, right? You know, sometimes it's hard when we have a laundry list of 10 or 12 or 20, but I know that you and I can do three things. So I want to share three steps today to help us achieve our dreams and get back focused on achieving our dreams. Get back on the horse, ride again. I want to also share three scriptures to help us along our way. So 
Here we go. We're going to talk about the three steps to helping us achieve our dreams. First of all, step one, envision what it is that you want. In other words, what is your dream? What is in your heart? This is where that salt comes out. If we're going to support abundant living today, we got to say and be honest with ourselves. What is it that is that passion that's burning inside of us? Everything starts. Everything begins with a thought. So what is it? Step number one, envision what it is you want. Dream it. See it. Remember, we think in pictures. What is it that you're seeing for your one and only life? What is it that you want? It's your dream. And it's your dream. Your dream is different than my dream or your neighbor's dream or your spouse's dream or your children's dream. It's your dream. Dream your dream. Okay, step one, we've envisioned it. Step number two, write it down and put a goal around it. You've got to write it down and put a goal around it. Remember, our dream, our goal is what it is. That goal is written in cement. Sometimes the time is in sand, meaning it might be shorter or longer, but you have to write it down and build a goal around it. And remember, our goal must be spoken and written as if it has already been achieved. That's critical. Sometimes people make the mistake and say, I will be blah, 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 or I will achieve yada, yada, yada. Guess what? You never will achieve it because you are saying, I will. That's in future tense. So you're never going to get there. And if you're not sure, if you want a refresher on how to build a goal appropriately, I want you to go back to one of my earliest episodes. I think there's two. There's episode 14 and 15, and they're called Getting Ready for 2022. So Getting Ready for 2022 Part 1. And I think we dive into how to actually set the goals in Getting Ready for 2022 Part 2. And I'll take you step by step. So if you're not sure or you want a refresher, go back into my episodes 14 and 15, and that'll get you ready. It'll get you on the right track. Okay, so let's review. Step number one, you got to envision it. What are you dreaming for? Dream it, see it, because everything begins with a thought. Step number two, write it down and write it as a goal. And once you build that goal and you kind of go through that steps of how to do that, write that goal out in multiple places and stick it all over your house. Put it in your car, put it where you brush your teeth, put it where you wake up in the morning, see it many times in a day, state it, memorize it, speak it over and over again. And then step number three, be in gratitude and in gratitude every day, write out and read your affirmations daily. And remember in prior podcasts, we've talked about writing and creating affirmations. Affirmations are statements that we are expressing about ourselves and our life. They're celebrating you and they celebrate me and they're always in present tense again. So you've got to be in gratitude. Be grateful every morning. Find something you're grateful for, but write out your affirmations and read them aloud. Speak them out outwardly every day. You know, maybe I am blessed. I am prosperous. Everything I touch prospers and succeeds. I'm a lender and not a borrower. Maybe I'm a well-respected and sought author and speaker. I have wonderful, loving relationships. 
I am blessed wherever I go. Whatever is in your heart, whatever speaking to you about who you are, be that I am. I declare that I am blessed. I declare that everything I touch prospers and succeeds. I declare that I have faithful, loving relationships. I declare that I am healthy. I declare that I am strong. I am disciplined. I declare that I walk with integrity in all that I do. I declare that people seek me out to bless me. Whatever it is, you write these down. And these are just three simple steps that we can do to get us back on the horse riding again towards achieving our dreams in this one and only life. So envision it. Step number one, dream it. Step number two, write it out as a goal. Post it everywhere. And step number three, be in gratitude. And in gratitude, write and speak your affirmations daily, sometimes multiple times a day. Okay, great job. So I promised we would have three steps towards achieving our dreams. And then I would back it up with three scriptures that can help us along the way. There's tons of scriptures. Believe me, our God is so wonderful. He tells us quite often that he's there for us. But I just chose these three. You probably have some of your own or go dig and go searching for some of your own. But these are mine. These are just three. My favorite, my one that I love and I wear it around my neck is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Oh, isn't that just lovely? Isn't that just beautiful to hear our God speak to us that he has plans for us? He's got plans for you. He's got plans for me. And they are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. They are plans to give you hope and a future. You may want to say, well, Amanda, you know what? I've had some setbacks in my life. I've had to go through some really tough, difficult times, brought me to my knees. I hear you. So have I. I've gone through those times too. But if I am going to believe what my God says is that even in those times, the plans that he created were to prosper me and not to harm me. They were to give me hope and a future. And if I just remember bring together my two loser signs, remember from a past podcast and you put those two together and you tilt your wrist out, you get a W. Change your perspective. Change your perspective. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, if you reach your arms out and you create an L with your forefinger and your thumb and you've got an L you know, on your extending out from your left arm and you've got an L extending out from your right arm. Join your thumbs in the middle and tilt your wrist outward and you get a W. So the loser sign becomes a W, the winner sign. Be all that you can be and know that God has plans for us. We need to get and do our part so he can do his part to prosper us and to give us hope and a future. Okay, second scripture. Matthew chapter seven, verses seven through eight. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. I don't know if there's any of you that have kids, but we all were a kid at one time. And I remember 
relentlessly, even when I was a little girl, you know, when our kids ask us over and over and over and over for one thing, I remember asking my parents over and over and over for a pony, for a pony. I just want a pony. A pony is a big ask. You know, there has to be a place for the pony. There has to be considerations of food and, you know, the tack for the riding and oh my gosh. But I remember just being relentless. I want a pony. I want a pony. I want a pony. And before I was five years old, there was a pony. And there were many ponies after that. My parents who loved me dearly, who loved me and my sister, because we were the two oldest at the time, they loved us so much that they granted our wish. And if you have children, you know the drill. (laughs) When somebody asks and asks and asks and asks, and we want to give our children what's their heart desires, right? It is our love to give and bless them with the things that they ask for. Our heavenly father wants to do exactly the same thing for us. And man, can he go all out way better than you and I can. So ask and it will be given. Seek and knock and let's open some doors. Okay. And the third one, you might say, and you might need encouragement, especially if you're down and you say, you know what? I have just been through too much. I've been through some barren years. I don't have any hopes left. I, I, it's, it's tough to dream because look at my circumstance. Change your circumstance. Change your thinking and read Joel chapter 2 and verse 25 and verse 26. So 25 says, I will repay you double what the swarming locusts have eaten. Okay, so we've gone through some hard times. As long as we keep the faith As long as we keep believing, as long as we keep praying and moving our feet and having a dream, being in gratitude, saying it out loud, putting a goal, putting one foot in front of the other, things are going to shift in our favor. And he says it right away in verse 26. He says, you will eat then until you are satisfied and you will praise the name of the Lord your God. Yes, we will. Okay. I can't stop at three. I'm going to give us a bonus. Okay. Because I think we need it. So the bonus is Philippians 1, chapter 1 and verse 6. Be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to its completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Oh my gosh. Isn't that amazing? Be confident of this. He, meaning God, who began a good work in you, he's the one that planted the seed. Guess what? My dreams are different than your dreams. And we said this already, yours are different from your colleagues, your family, because they're your dreams and they wouldn't be in your heart and burning like salt in your soul if you couldn't achieve them, if you didn't have everything right now that you need to achieve them. You just have to be confident that he who began that good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We don't know you know, the exact day that we're going to achieve our dream, but we will achieve it. And the only way we won't is if we quit. Don't quit. Keep praying and moving your feet. What if your dream was about to be delivered to you tomorrow and you quit today? What if your dream was going to happen to you next week and you stopped before all the good breaks were coming your way? You cannot quit too early because you don't know when the breakthrough is coming. I remember when I was a little girl, I know that I've shared, you know, how much I love volleyball. And, and I remember seeing one of my first games when I was pretty young, probably fourth or fifth grade. And I saw what these girls were doing on the court. And I thought, wow, I want to do that. 
I want to jump up and spike a ball. I want to serve a ball, you know, across the net with such power and force. And I remember asking my parents for a volleyball and I had one. I was pretty tiny when I was younger. I would stand there outside because I thought, well, if I'm going to serve the ball, you know, I got to get it high. I need to try to get it like over a net. So the only thing I could think of was I, I would stand on our patio and I would toss the ball up and I would try to swing at it and get it to go up on the roof and let it get high up there. And I remember the first couple of times I, I swung, I couldn't get the ball to get up on the roof line because I was pretty short that back then, hadn't hit a growth spurt. And I remember just being so devastated. I'm like, how in the world? I couldn't get it up over the roof line, much less to get it up way up at the top of the pitch where it could then roll back down. And I remember I would just sit there and, and swing and try over and over and over and over again. And it could get a little frustrating. If I'd have quit, I would never have known or experienced the thrill of that game of volleyball that is in my soul. I do remember the first day I got it past the roof line. I was I was ecstatic. I squealed. I remember it. And if you can do something once, you can do it twice. If you can do it twice, you can do it 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. And I got stronger and stronger. <laughs> Even a more recent story, I guess it's the coach in me. I guess it's the competitor in me. I remember having my two oldest grandchildren, Faith and Lane, and we have a sports court out in the back with a regulation size goal. And, you know, we keep it out there because, you know, the boys would play and, you know, of course we have, you know, we'd get together and play pig or cat or whatever it was that we were doing. But, you know, when the, when the grandbabies come, it had a crank on there so we could crank it down. So it was like a lower, you know, a lower level where they could have some success. But I would remember they would get a ball, a regulation size basketball. And they would try to stand in front of that goal and shoot the ball in the hoop. And for a little tyke, a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, that's hard. It takes muscles. It takes coordination to get a regulation-sized basketball into that net, even if you did crank it down. And I remember I would challenge Faith and Lane, and I'd say, I wonder if you can make one in there. And they're like, okay. And so they'd stand before that net in that one place. We'd kind of have a little line. And they would shoot it and it miss and shoot it again and miss and miss and miss back and forth and not, not, nope, 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 nope. And then all of a sudden one went in and there was this exhilaration of, oh my gosh, I did it. We did it. Okay, great. Can you make two? I, yeah, I can make two. And guess what? It wasn't long before the thing that they, it took them 20 minutes to make one. They could make five within the next 20 minutes. And then they got to where they could make 10 in a row. It's just seeing and believing and not quitting, not quitting and staying positive, just keeping the faith and knowing that you can do it. And of course, their Gigi would squeal and be excited every single time they would shoot and make one. So you need to celebrate your successes too. You need to celebrate your milestones. No great dream was ever achieved in one bite. You can't eat the elephant one bite. You have to take small bites at a time. 
So I am believing for all those dreams out there that are placed in, on your heart, in your mind, in your soul, your salt. What is it that you're passionate about? I am believing that all those dreams are going to be put back at the forefront of our hearts, our minds, and our souls. We're going to be writing those goals down. We're going to be envisioning them. We're going to be grateful. We're going to make affirmations. And we're going to back it up with our scriptures and our gratitudes. We got this. We got this. So I challenge us all this week to get back on the horse. Let's ride again. We've got dreams to achieve. We've got places to go and things to do and people's lives to influence. Oh, I'm so glad you joined me this week for another episode of the Amanda Rollett Show as we support abundant living today in all that we do. I'm so glad that you're here. I wish you the best rest of this week. And tune in again next time for another episode of the Amanda Rowlett Show. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.